let me ask you a question. What does it take to unlock potential, to discover what's truly possible in business, to create a new normal? It takes one thing, a leader who raises the bar, who sets bigger goals and higher standards for your business, your team, and most importantly, yourself. I'm your host, Katherine Bingley. I've scaled businesses for over 17 years, and I've helped my clients make millions of dollars without sacrificing their freedom by building and leading high-performing teams. Together, we're going to explore what it takes to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business. This is The Elevate Effect. Leveraging group programs is such an incredible strategy to improve scalability, but many of you are unprepared for the changes that are required to serve in a one-to-many setting compared to -to one-to-one. It's not just about increasing the number of customers you sell into an offer. You have to change the dynamics of how you deliver results as well. So today, I'm sharing some of the most common mistakes made when transitioning to group programs along with the potential consequences. The first is treating a group like it's one-to-one, just in a group setting. Instead of simply going person-to-person while everyone waits for their quote-unquote turn, you've got to learn how to engage the entire group. You want to start the call powerfully by engaging everyone. You can leverage a mini-training or ask some questions to get everyone starting to reflect and think. And then learn to engage the full group throughout. You can leverage the chat. You can ask people to think about what they're hearing other people getting coached on or consulted with to then reflect and and drop their takeaways, right? You can ask them how it relates to them so that if you're teaching one person, you ask everyone to think about how it relates for them as well, okay? So you want to learn to engage the group the entire time. If you don't do this, there are a couple of different consequences. First is the loss of engagement. So if your customers feel like they're just in a larger one-on-one session, they might disengage, especially when it's not their turn or when their turn is over. They might even feel like their needs aren't being met if they're just sitting and waiting and not getting value outside of when it is their time to be coached. The other consequence is diluted impact. By not tapping into group dynamics, you're missing out on the collective wisdom and the diverse perspectives that can really enrich group sessions. So you want to bring that in in this setting. Otherwise, you are missing out on potential impact. Okay, the second mistake is overstuffing your offer. This is one that I have certainly made myself. I have learned to adjust and I want to tell you why. It's important to avoid the temptation to download all of your knowledge into a single offer. It's not about how much you know, but how effectively and efficiently you deliver results. And that means simplifying and focusing on what is essential. More content doesn't always translate to more value. That is worth repeating. More content doesn't always translate to more value. It's actually far more valuable for your clients when you're able to 
only give them what they need to get results and when you don't overwhelm them with more. And speaking of overwhelm, that's one of the consequences. When you bombard participants with too much information, it can lead to confusion. It can lead to a lack of implementation. It also dilutes the value when you pack everything in that might make each individual piece of content, each lesson, each training feel less important, less significant. The third mistake is failing to hold space for the group. Delivering in a group setting is different than one-to-one. We've already established that. And with that in mind, you're going to need to consider the needs of the group, which means learning to keep things on topic and relevant, keeping things moving, learning how to cut someone off or help them get to the point, learning to share tough coaching tactfully in front of someone's peers, handling difficult conversations with an audience, and more. All of that goes from holding space for just one person to holding space for multiple people at the same time and meeting the needs of multiple people within that same setting. You might have to work with one person on something that is one of the most difficult challenges they've ever faced while also working with someone else in the very same call on something that's the best thing that's ever happened to them. And you have to hold space for both and be able to really compartmentalize and transition. If you don't hold space for the group, some of the consequences could be disconnected participants because the coach unable to adapt might end up with participants who feel unheard, overlooked, or frustrated. You'll also get diminished cohesion within the group without a unified group energy. Participants might not bond and that will limit the potential for peer support and learning. The fourth mistake is lack of structure to get results. Structure and clarity that isn't dependent on you being there to explain everything is important when you transition to a group offer. You'll want a more linear process or framework than maybe you're used to in one-to-one so that customers have something to follow, and that's going to involve some careful planning and some intentional curriculum design. You want to think about what the majority of people need in what order. And again, as we talked about, simplify it to only the essentials, but put it into a timeline and a structure that works for the majority of your clients. If you don't have this, again, confusion comes up. This is another area where a lack of clarity can really leave participants unsure of their progress. They don't understand if they're even making progress or maybe they don't know their next steps. So you want to have more structure. You also might see reduced results without this structure because without a clear path, participants might not achieve the outcomes that they signed up for, right? They have a result in mind that they want, but they, if they don't have that clear path, if they don't know if they're making progress, if they don't have next steps, then They might not keep moving and therefore might not get the result that they want. The fifth mistake is overdoing it before selling. And for this, what I mean is over-systemizing, over-creating everything that's needed, over-professionalizing, if you will. I don't want you to fall into the trap of overdoing it before you've even sold it. While preparation is absolutely important and you need to prepare, you need to know that you can get results. You need to think through the curriculum design like I just spoke about. You need to 
make sure that things are ready for when you sell, you also want to allow for flexibility so that you can adapt based on what you learn as you deliver, especially during the transition. If this is the first time you've taught something in a group setting, then you're going to get feedback. You're going to receive questions and that might change the way that you deliver in the future. So the first time through, don't over-systemize, over-produce, over-do it in general. You can prioritize making everything more professional later. And professional, I would put in air quotes for you. You can deliver something that is really great quality without having everything buttoned up the first couple of times that you run it. Once clients are getting consistent results, you've addressed all the common roadblocks, then that's the time to get everything in place. Otherwise, it's just a waste of effort. You're going to have to change things. And so overdoing it is just going to cause rework. So let's talk about the consequences because there's a loss of relevance and wasted effort when you overdo it before you sell it. So the loss of relevance has to do with prepackaging everything before you get that feedback. And then if something doesn't resonate with the specific needs of your audience, then there's a loss of relevance there. And then wasted effort if you then have to invest more time into updating or changing things. And that initial time you spent isn't fully utilized. That's all wasted resources and time. Okay. The sixth mistake is vague targeting. So this has to do with who you're bringing into your offer. You need to be crystal clear about who your offer is for. You want to curate an intentional group of clients with common goals and challenges in order to ensure that all the trainings and discussions are relevant. If you don't do this and you allow anyone in and there's no qualification, then there could be mismatched participants without a clear target audience. You're going to risk creating groups with people who have conflicting needs or goals. You're going to have, again, reduced value. If participants don't feel that the content speaks to their specific challenges, they might question whether it's really worth it and disengage. The seventh mistake is selling it short. Your group program isn't a watered-down version of your one-to-one. Market it for what it delivers. And that means you're selling the result, not the container, not access to you. You're selling what is possible for them. And if you're comparing it to -to one-to-one, if you are still making one-to-one seem like that's the premium version, then you are selling your group short. And when you sell your group short, then you could see lower enrollment because prospective customers might opt for one-on-one coaching if they perceive the group sessions to be inferior because that's the way you're presenting it. Or it could mean missed opportunities because undervaluing group coaching can limit its reach and potential. And so you don't get the full benefit and you miss out on opportunities that are available to you by having scalable offers in your business. The last mistake I want to cover today is failing to set clear boundaries. You need to adjust the support to match the container and your capacity once it has scaled. And that is the key. So that means establishing and communicating boundaries from the start. Even if you start with a smaller group of people, I want you to imagine that the offer is sold out or imagine that one day you've got 
10 times the number of people in the container. Whether that is your goal or not, it's a helpful exercise to imagine it and then base the amount of access and the deliverables on that. Setting clear boundaries up front is going to prevent potential misunderstandings as you start and scale the offer. There can be conflicts when you don't have clear boundaries because ambiguity can lead to misunderstandings. It can lead to dissatisfaction. Clients might have different expectations. And if you're not clear with your boundaries, then they can express, again, that dissatisfaction because they thought they were getting one thing and you delivered something different. Another consequence is burnout. Burnout for you. Without clear boundaries, you might find yourself overextended and trying to meet unmanaged expectations. So you really need to set clear boundaries when you're shifting and moving to group. And it's not that you don't need clear boundaries with your one-to-one. It's just that you might need different boundaries between the two. Okay, so your boundaries are going to tighten up because a group container doesn't deliver the same level of access and shouldn't require the same capacity from you. With all of this in mind, I want you to remember that scalability is about more than just selling more. Yes, it's about earning more, but also it's while generating the same or better results for clients and you gaining flexibility and freedom back. So scaling can't just be about selling more. It has to be about shifting the way that you serve your clients in a way that still helps them get results and gives you back the freedom that you want. Understanding these common mistakes and their consequences will help you ensure all of that is possible. If you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, subscribe and leave a five-star review. And if you send me a screenshot of that review, I'll give you free access to my CEO scorecard. This is the same tool I use with my multiple six and seven figure clients to help them up-level their role as CEO and achieve massive results. This resource is typically available exclusively to clients in my coaching program, The Elevate Effect. If you're ready to learn how to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business, head over to katherinebinkley.com forward slash The Elevate Effect and join us to reach your next level of success.